Podcasting 2.0 for February 11th, 2022, episode 73, spinning gold out of yarn. With excuses to rumble Stiltskin. Hello, everybody. Time once again for the board meeting of Podcasting 2.0. Everything happening at podcastindex.org with the podcast namespace. And, of course, where all the action always takes place, podcastindex.social. I'm Adam Curry here in the heart of the Texas Hill Country and in Alabama. The only guy who can refresh my metadata, my friend on the other end, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Dave Jones. You're such a pro. You're such a pro. (laughs) Is it true? I mean... So you have, you have the Rona. I'm going to let you talk about that. You have, you've, you've got the Rona, but is it true what you told, what you have told me that you've never missed a broadcast in your entire career because of illness? No, 40 years, uh, I've never missed a broadcast ever for any reason. So there has to be at least one or two stories of you of the camera the cameras stop rolling and you go and barf your guts up in the in the bathroom and come right back when the camera starts again not quite that story because another interesting fact i have not vomited since i was 12 years old <laughs> I, i'm not kidding <laughs> is this is this like uh is this like prince andrew doesn't sweat is this the same i, I don't know it's um i, I really don't know <laughs> i just uh, i don't do that okay yeah You've uh, taken control of your that. What's that thing where you can like lower your breathing, your heart rate, but at will? You've you've just told your body you're not allowed to vomit. Correct. The, sa- the same way I I told my body we're not getting the coof. <laughs> it didn't listen to that. <laughs> no, though. it did not listen to it. And I think really I picked a fine time to get it uh, because things are just blowing up around you know, with marketing opportunities mm-hmm. for podcasting 2.0. Um, yeah. But. Uh, and and I know you had it. Maybe everyone I know has. In fact, I was feeling a bit lift out at this point. I've um, had it at least twice, maybe three times, but really at least twice. Yes, yes. So that would have been different. You know, it doesn't matter. Who the hell knows? I don't know. I mean, I took a test. I got two things. You know, I could have the coof. I could be pregnant. I don't know. I mean, I don't have any reason to... to, to coof babies. <laughs> I have any reason to trust anything at this point. But... um. Two things of note, and I still, I'm definitely, I know I'm ill because I feel, well, here's how I feel. Uh, I have taste and smell, but taste is haywire. It's like mixed up or it's, it's like it's removed elements from, from my taste sensation. So I, I had a sip of wine yesterday. It was like biting into tinfoil. Yeah. And, and coffee, it's like really, really, really bitter. Yeah, yeah, and then the worst part is, weed is like a crunchy old stick, so that's out. <laughs> that's your worst part. That would be your worst. Part, no, the yeah. worst part is there is definitely some brain fog cognition something going on because yeah. I, I I I you know I use my brain a lot and I feel it. The certain things it's just like woo woo, it's just kind of mushy, and yeah. that's really annoying and a little weird. The the brain thing, yeah. There's there's definitely some brain fog aspect to this, where you're just kind of you feel feel like you're floating, like you just don't like yeah. like your mind, your brain can't really land on one thing for more than like it's, it's just sort of t- it's it's tickling it. It's not actually 
a little bit of that. It's it's more just like you know, it's like I I need to come up with a title, you know, and I, I just can't focus on that one thing. Everything else I can do, but one thing, my brain goes, "Nah, I'm done with you." <laughs> anyway, yeah, but not for you. Um, and we do have uh, two guests joining us. Uh, of course, not really guests, but board members who will be with us in a moment here in the uh, podcasting 2.0 board meeting. Uh, but I just because it's also about them. I wanted to say how important it is what we're doing here. And maybe not for the reasons that, that, that people might think when I say that. So I did uh, an, uh, another live thing this morning uh, with Brian Kilmeade, uh, Fox. You did another live show. You've done three podcasts in two days with with the Rona. Yeah. You're a machine. Mm. Well, it's an important time, and there's stuff to discuss. But, you know, so in, in now this is a, a live radio, so it's AM, coast to coast. It's a pretty big audience. Um. And of course, it's it's you know it's great to do live radio, but not really because well we have 16 minutes here, hard out at 52, and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. it's like oh yeah, I forgot your interruptive uh, monetization model is very annoying. Um, and you know, so of course, what does everyone want to talk about? Um, cancel culture and Rogan, right? That's that's what that's what everyone, and that's why they're having me on. So well, why are you having me on? Well, you have a solution for this. Huh. Okay. And yeah, that's that's the marketing moment that is happening right now. Right now, if you look at anything about Rogan, somewhere you'll see podcasting 2.0 as uh, an alternative that people are talking about. That's which, which which in relation to Rogan, I don't like. So, some people are going off on this thing and say, "Oh well." Hey Joe, come to podcasting to no, that, that's not that's not going to happen. This the significance of this lies elsewhere. Oh yeah, oh yeah, no it has nothing you know, to do yeah. with that. No, no. Yeah, yeah. But we're on the radar. That's what's Now I look, I was there when we did 1.0. It takes a while for things to build and there are moments when you get a boost and this is one of these moments. It's not the definitive moment, but what um what is interesting is that people are starting to realize that cancel culture is not really political or ideological. Yeah, it, it's a part of it. Uh, it's being used right now to establish the rules and regulations. So it's easy for people to agree with the people who are being band, banded around first. But it's really a class struggle. That's what, to me, the truckers is about. This is the working middle class who are saying, no, we're done with it. And the ruling class, which really used to be the working middle class, but they got elected to something, uh, they are, they kind of despise the working middle class. Um, so, you know, that's why you see politicians having dinners without masks and the people serving them are all masked up. You know, it's, a, it's, it's such an obvious thing for me to see. And, right. and what is really underlying all of this, and that's why, to me, we're doing really important work, and it's, and that's just a few pieces of what we're doing, is the ruling class does not want the working class and middle class to have their own communications channels. And that is evident in everything that they're saying and writing. It's, it's that, well, we just can't have Joe Rogan say that. We just can't have Alex Jones. They just can't have that. Why? Because they want everyone to listen to their established messaging system. And that's why when 
The new messaging system, which is podcasting, starts to say, oh, there's an alternative to pharmaceutical products that are being sold. That's when, you know, the money comes out and that's when people go full bore. But it's Joe Rogan now or anybody anybody that you want and anywhere and on any platform, any any opinion. It's it's that person now to establish the rules and regulations. And then those will be used against everybody. And this brings me to podcasting. So, you know, when, when someone says, what is podcasting 2.0? Really, it's apps and services that use the upgraded podcast standards. That's it. It's, yeah, you know, it's, not, yeah. like, it's not like a huge, complicated uh, question to answer. And the first benefit we get is if you use a new podcast app, a modern app, your podcast that you listen to won't just disappear overnight. Now, that's not explicitly true for, uh, for every app. You know, every app can make its own decision, but most of the apps at newpodcastapps.com uh, get their, uh, their da- data from the index, and that's a pretty safe place. And so that's where I'm sending everybody. So I'm sending people to newpodcastapps.com. So when people hear Podcasting 2.0, they're seeing apps and services. They don't really know much else. But for that very reason, I think we need to recognize that podcasting itself, where the conversation is, is driving it only in, to look at it as one thing, it's not really an industry. It's more like sport. Not a sport, sport. Sport. You can do sport by yourself. You can do it with your buddies. You can do it professionally. You can do it commercially. This, it's, it's sport. And it's just as important to, to, as sport. Is, it's essential to the human spirit. Um, tone interesting. Uh, go ahead. No, go ahead. I don't want to disrupt your flow. Uh, Tony Khan from WGBH, who um, is an obvious admission to the podcast Hall of Fame. He was one of the first to believe in the vision of podcasting. He worked at WGBH, uh, GBH, NPR, Public Radio in Boston. Um, he was, as far as I know, the first to put public radio on podcasting, championed it very, very hard. Um, he was, and I, I hope he's still alive. I haven't heard from Tony in a long time. Um, he really blew me away in those early days. He talked about podcasting, bringing something to broadcasting, which had been lost and could no longer be recovered. And he said, he called it civility. And this is the truth about podcasting. Any podcaster uh, who was podcasting in the past 24 months, I guarantee you, no matter what your podcast is, you've received at least one email from someone saying, hey man, thanks for keeping your podcast going. It kept me sane during these crazy times. Yeah. And that, that can be a, a, a podcast with five people listening or five million people listening. So... um to look at podcasting in an industry is always going to be limited by the amount of money and whatever, the amount of award shows we can do. There's an endless supply of civility in the world. Um, uh, uh, that's all I had to say. So it's important what we're doing. Well, the, <laughs> there's, the, the, co- there's, my, there's my coof fog. I, I screwed up my, uh, my, big, my big finish, yeah. You just fell off the cliff. I did. The, yeah. the, the thing I've been thinking about this week as there's this, there's been this sort of background radiation of 
commenting going on on podcastindex.social about, and this comes, this comes up, it's a cycle. It comes up every, every four months or so of should the index be divorced from the, as far as marketing goes, should the index be divorced from the namespace, uh, be divorced from value for value, but like, should all this, is, is there a podcasting 2.0 because, um, because the free speech stuff and that, that comes up on this sort of timed basis. The, and what I've been thinking about is there's, there's an easier, there's an sort of an easy answer to that, which is, oh, well, the, you know, the index doesn't have anything to do with the namespace and blah, blah, blah. But as a whole podcasting 2.0, I don't think that they're separate that they're separable and then maintainable as independent things because what podcasting 2.0 is, is just a representation. It's a solidified representation of what podcasting is. Mm -hmm. Podcasting is by itself decentralized and censorship resistant. And it's, it is, it is a representation of uncancelability, if that's a word, Mm -hmm. because just like Sam Sethi said, you can, if you if your host deplatforms you, so to speak, you can go get a, go to another one, and you your your data is portable from host to host. And if 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 all of them cancel you, you can host it yourself. Mm-hmm. That is something that is inherent in podcasting. That's not something that podcasting that podcast index brought to podcasting. Correct. Podcasting was already that thing. What we did was was create the API and the data, the downloadable database, to where all those things can, to where all of those distributed feeds can be downloaded in easily in a single place. That's that's all we did. We we put feet or or made, took the con the the concepts and the the building blocks of what podcast, podcasting already was, and turned it into an easy to use thing. Mm-hmm. And so there doesn't even have to be a podcast index in order to carry out that mission. I could just take and run those, run those background services myself on my own machines privately, and then just make it down, make the database downloadable problem solved. That, that, that is what it is. Mm-hmm. We decided to go one step further and create the API to make that easy for apps well, then the API is the sandbox for the new for the new namespace, and these things build upon each other. So, mm-hmm. what really what we ultimately did, and this is why I don't think that they're separable. We we just took what podcasting already was and tried to preserve it, which was the fir- you know, which is the first part of our mission, and extend it. Those those that's that's all we did. You. If you try to separate the index from the namespace from value for value, if you try to separate those all into into, into component parts, you you just it just all falls apart. You lose it um, because that's not no longer an accurate representation of what podcasting is as a as a as a medium and as an industry and as a technology. Um, so I don't I don't think the the idea that the free speech part of things is going to turn people off so much that they're going to abandon namespace tags because 
the index doesn't censor people. I don't think that that is even an issue. I've heard so much talk about podcasting 2.0, even even on a clip yesterday that John Spurlock shared. Uh, some some guys talking about podcasting 2.0. It never it just never came up. It, it's not an issue because they already know that that's what podcasting is. Excellent point. Um, there's a there's a an article another article in the Atlantic that came out today. Uh, and the Atlantic is definitely a publication of the ruling class. Uh, Podcasts are no longer private conversations by Caitlin Tiffany. And I just took two paragraphs from this just to give you an idea of what the thinking is. By the way, there's there's no real conclusion to this article other than it's an outrage that this can be said and people can hear it. That's really what is being said. In the beginning, podcast money was exchanging hands person to person through monthly fees from listeners via platforms like Patreon. The big money podcast wars are just a few years old and truly enormous exclusive deals like Rogan's with Spotify are still in a trial phase. But as the business grows up and as more reporters or agitators invest the time in pouring over all this content, the days of podcasting without consequences will be numbered. Without consequences. Wow. Podcast. I want that T-shirt. I'm podcasting without consequences. Without <laughs> and then the second one. <laughs> I love that. Like it. As podcasting becomes further entrenched as a mass media format and host platforms grow in size, these pressures will only increase. Work like Patterson. That's a guy who listens to Rogan's show for uh, to you know note what he's doing wrong. I guess paid sure. for it. Uh, Maybe getting easier as well. The past two, this is interesting on a different level. The past two years have brought lawsuits against major podcast companies like Sirius XM and Spotify's Gimlet Media for their lack of podcast accessibility features, including transcriptions. So you see, there's, there's all these opportunities that we have that, of course, because of the, wow, people are saying stuff I don't like, therefore, you know, I, I write articles about it, uh, is not getting the light of day. Yeah. Uh, so... Regarding, yeah. regarding the separation of the namespace, look at how the development works. We are literally developing the uh, ActivityPub uh, commenting tag uh, technology, LMNOP, um, on the fly, you know, doing it with everything in unison, with the API, with uh, uh, podcastindex.social, um, I mean, it, that's just how it, that's how it works. It's, we didn't even plan anything that way. We just said, let's do it this way. And it felt good and it grew. Well, um, if, this this if would you, be the equivalent of a fork if anyone wants to do that. But well, fork, I, I think, yeah. I think that would be a very, very unwise thing to do. Well, if you, but I want to get it out there that I think that would be an unwise thing to do. Cause I don't like it when I hear this personally. If you don't like, if you don't like the deep, the uncensorability of podcasting 2.0. Then you don't like then podcasting. you don't like podcasting. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, exactly. You're no longer talking about podcasting. You're talking about a centralized system. Because yeah. Because that's, that's how it works. So, I, you know, I don't want, I'm not going to be the guy that goes out there and champions the free, you know, we, Rogan, come to, come to oh, the podcast. No, I'm not, no, no, I'm not doing no, that at all. Of course not. It, it's, it's just not. I mean, but, so, what, but what people are doing is, they are interested in what this is. They may or may, they may come for different reasons. So 
Whatever you have, your apps and services on podcastindex.org slash apps, which links from newpodcastapps.com, make sure it's good because people are coming to check out your stuff. We, we are, in a sense, Google. We are the Google layer because like... I really uh, hate that comparison, but I understand it. I know, I know, I know. We are the search engine. Uh, the reason I said Google is because last night, uh, just I just checked and I searched. I got on, on Google and I searched for InfoWars. Popped right up. I, I, There's it, a link to InfoWars.com. And Alex Jones has been removed from all the major mm-hmm. um, podcasting platforms. I'd say more like his, archive.org is maybe a better. Okay. 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 The, 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 there's a layer, there's a layer there that we represent, which is the layer of, of information storage yeah. and collection. Then the application layer at the podcast app level, anybody can create a podcast off the APIs index data and anybody can filter out whatever they want. Exactly. Problem solved. I just don't think it's a problem. It's just not an issue. Well, the, okay. So, and I'll, I'll just hit it and I'll be done with it. And then we can bring in our, our guest board members. Hit it. Uh, <laughs> podcasting is becoming extremely political and I don't like it. Uh, and uh, it's unnecessary. And I'm speaking specifically about the podcast hall of fame. Um, I have, they always ask me to vote. I don't believe in it. I was very honored when I got, you know, the, uh, whatever, uh, Podfather, uh, hall of fame award, uh, 2015 is quite a while ago. And then I'm like, you know, okay. I kind of understand why I was asked and Dave Weiner and a couple other people, but so what are all, how does all this other, I just trying to understand what the criteria is, you know, for an award or a hall of fame. And I looked it up. This year, because of course I was asked again, I do, I do not participate in beauty contests. I also don't tell anyone which app I use over the other. Uh, the Hall of Fame eligibility, the criterion for entry into the Hall of Fame is a combination of mainstream popularity, being considered a great podcaster or contributor to the industry by their peers, or, or excelling in the medium of podcasting as well as having historical significance in a positive manner. Candidates should have something to offer in all three of the categories mentioned or be so outstanding in one or two, they deserve inclusion. And to be eligible, a nominee must have completed five years since their first involvement in the medium. But longevity should not be considered a qualification in of itself. So I'm not, I'm not quite sure how that works, but I was happy to see Dave Slusher um, inducted into the Hall of Fame. I think the only uh, I knew of some of the other names, but Dave Slusher, who uh, had Evil Genius Chronicles, he definitely was early in the development of podcasting. He was key. He was there and a key part of the feedback loop. But when I look at these um, these uh, criteria or criterion, as they say, <laughs> um, tell me why Joe Rogan is not in the Podcasting Hall of Fame. He he, uh, he only has, one reason. <laughs> he has created an entire format that is now replicated by mainstream. Um, it 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 is it is the largest podcast by far. It has brought more people to podcasting than I have. Uh, he has spawned more entertaining podcasts um, than I can count. 
So let's stop this shit. The politics should get out. And let's just look at it as sport. Um, you can now play, in honor of this segment, you can now play the greatest ISO in the history of ISOs. <laughs> okay. Is it the one I think it is? There's it only is. one. Okay, here we go. Podcast canceled. <laughs> <laughs> Who was that? Oh, that's... Uh, that's some. That's that's where I go to the well. I'm, I'm not. Revealing You're not revealing the. Oh, okay. No, no. Oh well. Hold on a second. Since uh, since we're playing it that way, <clears throat> boost. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And I got my own well, brother. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let's bring in our uh, guest board members for today. Uh, they are the uh, the two head honchos, the only men that count over the. Oh, they'd hate it if I said that. Uh, they are the men behind Buzzsprout, ladies and gentlemen. Please welcome back to the board meeting. Tom Rossi and Kevin Finn. Hey guys, thanks for having us. Hey guys, good to be here. Oh my God, you both actually did YouTube openers. Great. <laughs> hey guys. <laughs> hey guys. Like and subscribe. <laughs> like, smash that like button. Smash it. <laughs> <laughs> I just got just got this picture of of swinging the boardroom door open and, and Kevin Kevin's there with a half eaten donut and a cup of coffee, just like shock on his face. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh. um, guys, I'm glad I was. You know, I was wanting to have y'all back on because there's so much going on. And the the last time, this is funny. This is funny how much of a cycle this is. The last time that you guys were on the show, I had COVID. <laughs> now Adam has COVID. Hey, wait a minute. And this- and the the uh, the first time we hit you out of the blue with value for value revealing the lightning stuff. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And y'all, it was like deer in the headlights. What the heck just happened? And then yet just yesterday, uh, Kevin put Buzzcast on the value for value uh, with a value block. Woo! Yeah. All right. Finally boost Buzzcast. Oh, that's so, right. And so we'll give you a, a nice healthy slice of today's value block for the 2.0 show. Yes, we will. Yeah. You will be in our episode level split. That's right. It's like Oprah's yeah. book club, only different. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you get some sats and you get some sats. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I've been, I've been going to school on the value for value payments all week. And so that was the last to do on my list was to make sure Buzzcast was lightning enabled. Yeah. You, we were trying to figure out the problem with you can't get your boostograms out of Telegram, though. So we're trying to figure that out. I thought that, yeah. I thought that Satoshi stream, that didn't they help pioneer that? How come that doesn't work? It does work because people are using it. I just we're 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 missing something. I don't use Satoshi Dustream myself, so I don't know. Like I'm not the I'm not the guru there, but I posted in there to, to help Kevin. Yeah, I see the boost coming through, but I can't get the contents of the message. I think there's there's some way. I thought there was some way you could trigger the bot to then tele, telegram you the message with the boostogram, but I could be wrong. Yeah, that you, sounds right. I just don't know the right command. You sent me a message saying. Uh, Hey, I need, you know, I need this, re- I need my uh, Buzzcast reset so that I can re-register in Podcaster Wallet. And so I went in there to, to reset it. And it was literally the first record in the database because that's the day that we did it. And you registered. Oh, <laughs> wow. Yeah. And so I, I reset it. And, I, you know, what I wanted to ask you, you know, what I wanted to say was, um, you know, Kevin, did you know? That you can email support at buzzcast.com and have them put your value block in there for you. <laughs> 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 I did know. You know, yes. 
<laughs> he sent he sent in the email to support at buzzsprout.com and asked for the, the value block to be added and then it gets a, the ticket gets assigned to me because I'm the one that does it and I was like what is happening here <laughs> I was just, I'm losing just, my mind yeah I was just trying to do everything by the book well the thing is though I don't know that you understand what an accomplishment it is to get Kevin to do that because he is you know he's the UI UX guy and for him to make it through uh, the obstacles means that we have come a long way in setting it up that he's able to do that. So that's great. I, I love, um, I'm terrified when somebody says he's the UI UX guy. And then, and then the, then I have to think about your disgust as you went through the podcasterwallet.com process <laughs> no. with, with the horrible, the UI that I Hey man, hey, I'm hey, like, hey, I live, I've been living with that kind of UX UI for over a decade and I love my Dave Jones work. <laughs> It is the user. It is the user interface equivalent of a beat up F one nineteen eighty three F one fifty. That is that is exactly what you get. Hey, it yeah. worked. It worked. I was I was delighted though. After I set everything up, then I found like, you've got little three little icons in a row, and the middle one I think is edit, and I could edit my value block on the podcaster wallet. Yeah, but I did. I was telling Dave earlier that I did it after I'd already manually updated my value block and sent it to Tom, and then I was annoyed because the podcast index value block that they wrote out, the tags were in a different order than the one I made with Tom. And I was, <laughs> my OCD was triggered big time. Yeah. So. It's like, uh, you know, the, n- nobody sees that Kevin. It's, uh, it's all, it's all hidden from view, brother. But I, I uh, know, I know it's still that way. So I've got to, <laughs> yeah. That, so y'all have done a, I mean, a ton of stuff you, you've got, I mean, d- tell me, tell me the tags you've got now. Yeah. I mean, obviously locked, obviously, uh, chapters, uh, you're yeah. supporting the GUID. Like, get, hold, hold on, hold, if I if I can just uh, interrupt for one second, I just want to thank you guys. I mean, because we're you know uh, talking about the first entry in the database and going back, and you know the first time you gave COVID to us and all that, and uh, <laughs> I'm just reminiscing. And you know, look at where we've come from not knowing each other to now having a conversation like, man, you've implemented so many tags. Where are you? I mean, I just want to stop and recognize that and thank you for it. Well, thank you guys. Uh, it's, it's been great to see the things that we've been able to accomplish in such a short amount of time. Um, I mean, it's, it's benefiting the whole industry for which we are a part of. And so we're, we're really thankful for the work that you guys have done. Yeah. Yeah. What do y'all support now? Y'all, y'all okay. have, just yeah, run it down. Yeah, tag wise, we do um, transcript, locked funding, chapters, sound bites, location, person, GUID, and value. And value Man, is not in the UI. That's a support request. Um, that's Robot Tom. Just send robot it to Tom. Robot Tom. <laughs> it, goes, it goes straight to Tom, which is a great, which is a valuable thing to know because you can yeah. just put in a phony uh, value block request and yeah. then just really ask him anything you want. Yeah. <laughs> What's great is I got to test that value system yesterday, and I think he had it in within about 10 minutes. I there sent the email, and within no. 10 minutes, he wrote back and said, I'll set. So, wow, that's really <laughs> incredible. That's really cool, man. Um, so what you've got, you've got, uh, and on the chat, on the chapters front, you pre, you've, I think y'all tweaked that at one point, and now you've got most everything that chapters can do in there. I mean, not, not literally everything. Like there is some other stuff that's kind of obscure. Like you can add locations to chapters, but you've got the main ones. I mean, you've got the, you've got pictures. Uh, do you have links? Yes, we have links and pictures. We launched it with just links 
but we came back later and added images. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So, yeah. How yeah, much it, it overhead did that? Add, so how much overhead did that add for you with the images? Does it, does it make does it make a dent? No, I mean the the goal with chapters, right, is that it should reduce overhead because we're moving out of putting all that inside of metadata ah, and yes. making it a link in the RSS feed. And right. so this is a great example of where, you know, it's benefiting both Buzzsprout and the podcast index for us working together because uh, eventually we hope that more people will respect the chapters tag and stop pulling meta information out of the MP3, right. um, mm-hmm. which will make everybody's life better. Yeah. Did y'all see that Google dropped their namespace? Evidently, evidently they just abandoned it. And what Google abandoned something? What? (laughs) (laughs) No, that never happens. It was a sunset. It was a beautiful sunset. It was was, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Like Like a meteor. I was glad to see that. Yeah, I was glad (laughs) to see that. I I was glad to see, and I'll get your thoughts on it. That that they not only abandoned it, which I thought it was, it was kind of a waste of everybody's time, but that they also took the documentation off and appear to be saying like, look, don't even use it because a lot of times those things get abandoned, but then the, the, the information about it stays up on the online forever. <laughs> like, like Symbian OS. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. As opposed but, to Apple who took the documentation down before they stopped. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, the iTunes spec is still not published. Anywhere, I'm, right? I'm still looking right. for yeah. the Apple script uh, documentation. Honestly, <laughs> right. that was never findable. Yeah, try try to Google for the Apple podcaster recommendations, like the best practices. It's right. you can't. It's unfindable. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. completely unfindable. Yeah, uh, I think the link in their in their DTD that you put in the top of every RSS feed for podcasting goes to nowhere. It's a four hundred four. It's a four hundred four. The standard for the for a podcast RSS feed includes a link to a four hundred four. Like that's that's where we are. <laughs> hey, we're moving it forward. Yes. Well, this is what I wanted to kind of get into a little bit because I want I want the the opinion here. The Google namespace probably should have never existed, so that's fine. But now what we're left with really is for obviously there's others I understand that there's doubly core there's there's things, but as far as um, mainstream act uh, actively used. That's not the right word I'm trying to say. Anyway, as far as important to podcasting namespaces go right now, you have iTunes and you have the podcast namespace. Um, I am I still have a deeply held belief that the podcast namespace should be the single, holistic, fully baked namespace that incorporates everything. Now, because iTunes belongs to a company, it doesn't belong to podcasting. Uh, So that makes me think that what we should be doing long term is incorporating the iTunes tags into the podcast namespace tags so that they have equal representation. So that some at some point in the future, let's say it's 10 years from now some point in the future, people can just drop in the podcast namespace and have all of it and not have to have uh, uh, the the open source podcasting namespace and this other namespace that's owned and operated, controlled by the largest company in the world. Yeah. It, I mean, it's reminiscent of what happened with HTML on the web, right? With Internet Explorer and Microsoft creating all their own standards. And I think we've reached, you know, pinnacle 
garbage with like IE6 or IE7. And that is where the W3C as an organization came around and said, the web is bigger than Internet Explorer and there needs to be some standards. And they started working on, I think it was first XHTML and 4.0 transitional and 4.01. But then when they came out, they finally put a really good spec together with HTML5. And at the same time, Chrome launched on, latched onto that or the Chromium project or whatever. Anyway, we don't need to go through the whole history of what happened on the web, but it's, it's, it's similar to what needs to happen in podcasting. So I would agree with what you're saying, the position that you're taking. And I don't know that, I mean, who knows what goes on behind the walls at Cupertino and what their, their motives were when they came out with the spec, but you can't really point a finger at them and say, you guys shouldn't be doing this when the community when podcasting as a whole hasn't offered an alternative. Yeah. And so I think that is the direction that we need to move. And then when we get to that point, then we can, you know, start to point the finger to them and say, Hey, we really don't need you guys providing your own namespace anymore. This one covers everything that you have and more. So, and you can support as much or as little as you want. Can I, can I ask a question? Uh, yeah. So does this mean uh, that we will replicate tags uh, that are in the iTunes namespace uh, that will replicate them in uh, the podcast namespace. Does that also mean it'll have the iTunes colon block? I mean, will it have iTunes no. in there? It won't have that. No, it would okay. just be like, like for instance, in the podcast namespace, there is no, uh, there is no block tag. Uh, there is no podcast colon block. Right. Yet, yet there mm-hmm. is a proposal for one. Mm-hmm. Um, the iTunes does have iTunes colon block. So we would just, when we implement podcast colon block, that could be a direct replacement for iTunes block. Okay. And we would do that. We would just go through and say, you know, okay, here's this, this tag. Here, it's in, here, in, here's, here's my prediction. Um, Google saw that Google knows what we're doing. They dropped it. They gave up. They're fine. I think they're fine. If they, if they do anything, they'll use the, the podcast namespace. I think Apple capitulated, uh, um, it, you know, a lot of things happened in tandem. I had a conversation with, uh, um, oh my God, I forgot his James, name already. James Boggs. Yeah, Boggs. Um, and I said, you're crazy. <laughs> and he said, that's okay. a great way to start a conversation. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and of course, uh, they, and I said, what you're doing is crazy. Don't do that. And, and so they went all in on the subscriptions because I thought that was going to be the big play against uh, Spotify. Uh, for all intents and purposes, I think that's failed. But they turned around, screwed up what they were doing, kind of okay. And I think that uh, they would probably, I, Dave, you and I spoke about it. I think they welcomed the fact that podcasting was going to be safe over there with the nut jobs, so they yeah. could go and drop it. They dropped it. They, they, they're not doing. They, of course, they put someone on to fix the problems. I don't know if they're all fixed right now. I don't think they. Uh, I really don't think they would mind dropping it all together and saying, you know what, uh, use this. We don't want to maintain it. Uh, it's just an, it's just an a- annoying add on for us at this point. Um, and, but, and, and, yeah. I, and I'm so confident that I, I, I love making the annual bet with uh, James Cridland. I will keep winning money from him. They will never release iTunes or podcast app on, uh, on windows or, or Android. <laughs> I mean, because they they, they show no support for it. They don't care. What's well, so, the 404, the 404 of the namespace? I mean, that just yeah. shows you where the, it's the where 404 the, of the namespace. Yeah. Yes, yes. So yeah. seriously, I, the, I think that's a great idea. I, I mean, I was a little concerned because I didn't want any Apple goo 
in the in the namespace. But if it, if we're just mm-hmm. replicating, you know, the tags that we don't have or work a little differently, yeah, that seems like a great drop-in replacement. Said he very expertly. Yeah, and yeah. I think they've already demonstrated that they're willing to do it. Like they have moved away from a few of the iTunes proprietary tags. They used to have a tag that was, you know, description colon iTunes or something, iTunes colon description, whatever direction it was. But in their latest documentation, with the latest release of their app, now they're just reading the podcast documentation or not documentation um, description. Hey, can, can I ask you guys? Do you, do you see a lot of people doing? Uh, private stuff at uh, the subscription stuff at Apple. I mean, just not necessarily your clients. But do you know is there real uptake on that? I mean, I'm I'm just saying I don't see it. But no, we don't see it either. Okay. Um, yeah, a few of our bigger podcasts are doing it. It's still a lot of hurdles to jump through to just be able to monetize one subset of your audience. Right? Of course, duh. <laughs> yeah, it's like yeah. Mm. I don't think just from. Uh, you know our t- chats in the past and stuff, Tom. I don't. I mean, I don't think y'all really have a taste for the whole private feed subscription model, uh, or at least if you do, it's not. It doesn't seem like it's something that you're, you know, aggressive about. Yeah, it's definitely not something that we're aggressive about because we think it is just one way, right? It's just one way for a podcaster to potentially. Uh, control the way that they want their their podcast to be consumed right through a subscription and that's how they're going to monetize it or for whatever reason but um it's not the end all be all it's not it's not the only way and i think that's that's kind of our position on it yeah i like you know um i don't know if you guys have ever listened to the dithering podcast with john gruber and um no i haven't no no okay well they do a i mean it's subscription only right so they've got an episode that they put out as a you know a freebie teaser and then they just, if you want to listen to their podcast, you pay them $5 a month and you get three episodes every week, 15 minutes an episode. And, and I subscribe, pay them $5 a month because for me, it's worth it. I enjoy that show. Mm. But the, I, that's, that's one subscription model and, and it works for them and it, it works for me as a listener. But the idea that somebody would do a regular show and then do premium or special episodes and put that behind a paywall to me doesn't make any sense. Why are you going to take your absolute best stuff and hide that from anybody who's not willing to pay you? Yeah. Yeah, this is the best stuff. If this is the stuff worth paying for, then go ahead and put that out there, and so people can find you, discover you, find value in what you're doing, and then give them the ability to pay you. And that—that's like what you were talking about, Uh, Kevin. You talked about this on Buzzcast uh, maybe a couple weeks ago, but just talking about that's great for somebody who has a following. Sam Harris is a podcast that I listen to as well, and he has a subscription model where he'll have a limited episode that's available to the public. But if you want to hear the whole thing, you've got to go subscribe. Same thing. But if you've got a following like Sam Harris or the the Dithering podcast, then you can do that. But what about the guy who's building the following? If the only offer for him for for being able to to monetize his podcast is to grow a massive following and then turn it all off to turn it into a subscription model, it just it's just not going to work for everybody. There's it's going to stop a lot of people from being able to to get into podcasting. There's nothing like starting a podcast, telling a few buddies, and then within five minutes of uh, publishing your episode, there's nothing like that feeling. Yeah, there's nothing yeah. like it. You get those satoshis coming in. You're like you're just happy. I'm I'm happy. When we I, I when we first launched uh, Buzzsprout, I remember. It would send us an email. Buzzsprout would actually send Kevin and I an email mm-hmm. anytime someone published an episode. Yeah. And we thought it was so awesome because we made it so easy. Anybody could just take a recording. They didn't have to know anything about MP3. They didn't have to know anything about encoding. They could just take any audio recording and release a podcast. 
And we were so excited. We would get an email so that we could go in and listen and see, you know, what, what people <laughs> yeah. are putting yeah. out yeah. there. Yeah. And it's just, it's just crazy. Like you said, just how, how easy it is for someone right now to be able to get with their buddies, record something and get it out there to the world in no time. Well, I was thinking about the sort of the paywall type deal. Cause I've thought about this in the past and we've come up with, with some ideas. And then, uh, actually Mike over at red circle, uh, Posted on the on the Mastodon the other day about this thing called PodPass that I never heard of. Dave, really you to. really are the you are really the slut of the hosting companies, aren't you? <laughs> uh, yes. You lay down with everybody, man. You're always <laughs> talking to them. Mm-hmm. No, man. Like, uh, uh, they, I was like, uh, I've never even heard of this thing. It's like this fully fleshed out thing from uh, was it Radio Public? I think. Um, but anyway, it's this fully fleshed out way for like. Uh, apps to pass through a subscription thing at, and get a token back. And I, so there's been all these, all these concepts around how to do open subscriptions where you don't have to have like a separate private feed and all this jazz. And so, and, and I keep bouncing back and forth between, is that really like, I don't, I don't know whether that's a really valuable use of time because just, just like you said, Kevin, I, I don't, just the whole notion that you're going to take, you're going to make your content not listenable by most people. I mean, I get it. I understand the monetization of that, of that. I mean, I I get, I I understand the concept clearly, but I don't know. It's just a little weird. And I'm wondering if it's, if it's even worth spending time on to come up with an open source, like an open standard for paywalls. Isn't, isn't isn't there already something like that, or there was something that was supposed to do that for, like Spotify's open version, and- open access? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we've got all these ideas. Here's the other thing that bothers me. But is it your job to do that? See, that's, that's what I think. I'm not sure that it's that has that has that model shown that it's sustainable for enough percentage of podcasts that it's worth spending all the time and effort to do. Yeah, I mean, my recommendation to our customers has always been that you, it, it's not until you get to a pretty big, like, until your following is pretty big. The, the challenge with subscriptions is that you're doing the same amount of work to create this alternative content, premium content, bonus episodes, whatever it is that you decide to do, whether you have one subscriber or you have 50,000. And so if it takes an extra 10 or 15 hours of your week to go ahead and create this content, are you doing it for $5 for the one person or are you doing it for $50,000 for, you know, all of them? And so if you have, if you're huge, then maybe it makes sense for you to explore something like that. But the majority of podcasters are not huge. It's and not, so, it's not a starter, starter kit type uh, idea. That's right. It's almost like a lid, right? As soon as you put a subscription, as soon as you put a paywall in front of your podcast, you just put a lid on your growth, right? It's not going to grow beyond probably where you are. Unless you've got some other avenue of, of getting people to find out who you are and be interested. Well, and what the I think th- is interesting is if you solve the problem for the smaller podcaster and you solve it in a way that's scalable, then what you have is a solution for everybody. Right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. And that's what gets us excited. Yeah. And what, so I think what subscriptions yeah. today, what they look like is they solved it for the big person, but it doesn't scale down. But if we do a good job of scaling it, you know, creating a solution for the small person, I think there's a better chance that that scales up. Yeah. Cause you can start, if you find yeah, I like that's the value, like value for value is a solution for, I mean, you can, it, there is no barrier. You just throw it out there. And then as you scale up bigger and bigger, 
it just continues to work. I mean, like the, the, you don't have to change models depending on your size and you have to do that for advertising revenue too. You can't advertise. I mean, nobody's going to be interested as an advertiser buying, buying ads on a, on a show that's got 10 listeners, but, but you can, if you have, if you have 10 listeners and all 10 of those listeners are willing to, to give you, you know, value for value, well, then you could do that. There, there's no, like, yeah, I, th- I think that's right. Ultimately, you, the solution about, to that, you know, has to be scalable. Yeah. If you think about the podcaster and you think about the listener, neither one of them want the advertisements, right? The podcaster doesn't want the, he wants the revenue. He wants to be able to monetize his podcast, but he doesn't want the advertisement in the middle of his podcast. And the listener doesn't want that. It's just the monetization strategy that that they're aware of, right? Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. this idea that if we can find a monetization strategy that works, that doesn't involve advertising. I mean, it could, but it doesn't have to involve advertising, but it's something that can scale up with the podcast. That's that's the kind of thing that Buzzsprout would be interested in because that's who we care about. So the, wor- the worst aspect of this to me, of the paywall aspect, is what I saw the other day. And I mean, you see this a lot. But I was, I don't know how I ended up on Mama Mia's website, but <laughs> I was on their website and, uh, I the, like a good musical. <laughs> no, not that one. The, 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 the Australian podcast, uh, oh. host or publishing company or whatever they are. Uh, and they have, it said, you can listen to our podcast, but then if you want to, if you want to get our bonus content. You have to subscribe. And that's like these extra little small episodes that they put out. And that that was like, that seems completely backwards to me because it implies that your base product podcast isn't worth anything. And the only thing that you're going to like, we want you to pay so that you can get this, this other stuff. Like it tells the world, it signals to the world that our actual podcast that everybody listens to isn't very valuable. Am I wrong? No, you're, no, you're not wrong. You're, 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 you're spot on. And, and all of this is, look, back to my civility. When people really, really love a product and they're asked, they will support it. It's the same ask uh, for someone to um, subscribe to a secret super duper feed and pay $5 a month extra as it is to say, hey, set up a recurring PayPal. You know, yeah. it's, 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 um, and old, it's it's bringing the old thinking into the new world of um, paywall. Uh, I personally, you know, I I think the interruptive advertising model is uh, in its last days. This is what streaming has, streaming, uh, television and movies has taught us. Um, everything is everything that is interruptive advertising is just going down. Um, you know, is it still a long road for radio to go away, et cetera? But I, I, I think that we're seeing that is not the best model. Um, and the, with, with asking people to support you, whether it's subscription or value for value or bringing food to your door, that can be done with one listener. You know, you don't need – and this is another thing that I just want to press – the concept of everyone having to, I got to grow my show. I have to grow my show. My show has to grow. It's not growing. It's not a fucking Chia pet. <laughs> it's so th- th- we, I, th- I think we lose sight of that often when we're talking about these things. People just want a podcast for a whole bunch of reasons. 
and a lot of them fail. And that's what Anchor is all about because there was no real professional, uh, like, hey, here's here's a real setup, and you know, it's not just some stupid app. You you've got education. You're, you know, here here is sport. Go ahead and create your own. Uh, you know, everything else to me is just ancillary and should. You know, there's enough solutions out there. I, I don't think it has to be a technical thing. Yeah, you know, you mentioned a few minutes ago, Adam, like the the feeling that you get as a podcaster when you get that first payment, right? Somebody's listening to my podcast and I get that first payment. That is that's an amazing feeling. And then Tom mentioned when we launched Buzzsprout, the amazing feeling that we would get as a platform helping somebody push that content out to the world. And then, you know, just this week, I experienced the third side of that which is as a listener, I set up a listening app and I funded it. I funded the wallet in the app and I started listening to podcasts and I set up my streaming sats to the podcaster and I'm getting dopamine hits as I'm listening to the podcast, knowing that I'm supporting the person who I'm listening to. Yes. Yes. Like that yes. feels Ooh. so good. And when they say something great that I agree with, you I'm, boost. Hitting the, <laughs> I'm hitting the boost button. And I mean, that's, that is so fun. I'm listening to more podcasts this week than I have you know, in the past two years, because I'm so excited to be able to send money directly to the person who I'm listening to. Who's and you're going to go broke. Entertainment. Just like the rest of us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a vow of poverty. <laughs> yes. right. Yeah. But they're, yes. they're giving me something. They're educating me or they're entertaining me or whatever it's doing for me. Now I can give back like whatever. I'm, I'm binge watching Yellowstone right now. Right. And, Oh, I just started that. Yeah. So it's, I mean, great. Fine. I'm watching through the Peacock Act and somebody at NBC is getting rich fantastic but if i if i knew when i was watching that show i could get super excited that kevin costner just you know off another bad guy boost I'll boost him <laughs> send the money straight to costner that was a sweet kill. costner would love like, it that's what that's the opportunity we have in podcasting there's no other medium where you can do that right now um that so i i sent my one of my favorite podcasts is causality uh john chigi's podcast and so and he he puts out it's one of these podcasts where he he just uh, does this deep dive research into a natural disaster, or just not, not a natural, I'm sorry, a, an engineering disaster. And then however long it takes him to research, that's how long it's going to take. And you're just going to have to wait. And so then he puts the show out and it may take two months or it may you know take six months. I don't know, but it's going to, it's, it's going to be good. And so every time one of those lands in my podcast app, I'm like, yes, I'm, I've been, you know, I want this because you know, it's going to be an hour of just really good content. And so he released his episode a couple of days ago, listened to it last night. I sent him 50,000 sats, which is roughly 20 bucks in a boost and put in, put a boostergram message in there. And it felt so good. It, it, just like you're talking mm-hmm. about Kevin, it felt so good to know that within two seconds, he's going to see, he's going to hear pew pew and he's going to see the 50,000 sats <laughs> and he's going to read the message. And he did, he responded to me on Mastodon about, 20 minutes later and he said thank you so much for the sats pew pew like, it's just <laughs> that we you know you can't start that <laughs> but i mean that's that's what it that's what it's about it, it feels so much better than it's like it, like tom said everybody everybody involved hates the advertising so isn't it great if we can take it out and make it go away you know anyway well also then then the work you're doing or the fun you're having or whatever you're sharing becomes uh, something that you're doing for the people on the other end, not for the numbers for advertising. This is what pisses me yeah. off. And that's all, all, the, all podcasters, all advertising, oh, how big. How, blah, blah, blah. 
<laughs> Seriously, I think it, it squashes a lot of podcasters. I mean, one of the things. Yes. Oh, I, oh, I'm too late. I can't get in there. The market's saturated. Yeah, or or they're looking at their numbers and they're comparing their numbers. I'm to no other good. People. I'm worthless. I'm no, good. I'm no yeah. good because my numbers don't compare to somebody else. And it's like, well, you didn't get into podcasting for the numbers. I'm assuming that there was something you were passionate about. No, but hold on, that a you second. wanted to talk. I, and- I, this, get a following. But listen to what everyone's talking about, growing your audience, growing your podcast. That is that is the hosting company's inherent message. Everyone's. Mm, I don't know about Buzzsprout. You've said this <laughs> at least eight times on this show alone. Growing the audience, building your audience. I'm not, I'm not saying it's wrong. I'm just saying that is a general... It's like media. We still consider it to be media. So well, we what, get a dopamine hit knowing that we have a large audience. That we, is yeah, a, there, yeah. we get a dopamine hit with a number change. Well, yeah. yeah, there's no, there's nothing wrong with with having a big audience. It's just that's not your measurement of success. It is. That's, I don't. I want less less audience. People unsubscribe now. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what I try. You know, I I get to speak at conferences and stuff, and I usually talk about stats because it's something that I know a lot technically about. But I also love to encourage people with. Don't look at your stats. You just, that's not why you got into podcasting. That's not how you measure yeah. success. It's some people, that's the only measurement that they have for success. And that's just not, that's just not right. Well, one day it may even be helipad is going to show me a graph and the stats will be highly interesting because it will tell me when people are listening, when they're boosting, uh, it'll give me an average uh, of uh, how many sats uh, per minute. These are things, these are statistics that I find highly interesting. I'd like to know when people drop off. I'd like to know what what parts people liked. I think these are statistics that focus on the core. This is something we've never had. Uh, and, and I've been subject to Nielsen ratings, Arbitron ratings, uh, uh, Dutch government rating systems, and it's horrible. And the reason why the, it's the most depressing is because guaranteed, Every single time, and I've done television shows with, you know, with 100 people working on it, 12 cameras, and we did a live show, and this was such kick-ass. Everyone's like, holy, I'm getting goosebumps just talking about it. Such a great show. All right, everybody, guaranteed the next day, crap ratings. It's all demotivating, or it's motivating for the wrong reasons. And it doesn't improve the actual quality of the work that way. In fact, it makes it worse over time. That's how we got to uh, 20 minutes of commercials on AM radio per hour. Yeah, yeah, it's like five minutes of content and, you know, 12 minutes of commercials. It's all, uh, radio is almost unlistenable now. It's, yeah. it's so bad. Well, but, you mentioned streaming. I can't, I can't watch TV anymore because of the, if, if I travel somewhere, I've got to watch on my laptop. I just can't watch live TV. Right, so why would we treat podcasting any differently? Well, because yeah. we have a fast forward button. Yeah. Okay. Well, the ad load's going up too. I mean, it's just it's it's just such a bad. <laughs> Is that like a viral load? An ad load? A viral load? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh man, I got a heavy ad load. <laughs> um, on the, I mean, going back to some tech stuff. What oh, specifically on the on the the block tag? I, Tom, what did, what is your th- feeling about? whether or not the iTunes block tag and I don't know if y'all use it on your platform at all but they they we we started honoring the iTunes block tag when we were ingesting feeds at the beginning and then I and then I I started and then I disabled that because 
you had the iTunes block tag and you had the Google block tag. And I'm like, okay, what, I don't know what's what. And the documentation for the iTunes block tag says that if you put this in here, then Apple will not index the feed. Um, so, I mean, of course they're going to say that they're not going to say anything else, but then there's other hosting companies that seem to treat it as a general universal block tag that says, I don't want this to show up anywhere. I mean, what, what's your opinion on that? And do you think that the podcast block tag version should be more granular that just says that, that allows you to say, okay, I want this, this, and this directory to be able to index it, but not, but nowhere else. So we don't use the iTunes block at all. Um, okay. Well, we do, but we don't use it. So with Apple, you have the ability to put your podcast in or not. Like they're not going to discover it, right? You have to go through a process and submit to them. So the only time that we use the block tag is when somebody says they want out of Apple and like they struggle to um, like remember their, their Apple ID login or something and they can't get into the UI anymore to get themselves out. So we can manually drop it in there. Um, And the, the other time we use it is if we say like block from all search engines, then we don't use the Apple block. We used to use the Google block, which I guess they don't respect anymore. So we might need to change that code. But if they don't want, um, their podcast discovered. Like, if you want to go to Google and just type in the name of their podcast, and they don't want to show up in the search results, we use the block tag in the RSS feed. And we also, you know, shut off their Buzzsprout public page, and we put a no index, no follow. So hopefully, search engines respect that and don't pick it up. But that's been our only use for those two tags. Well, see that that actually makes it that actually makes it a little bit more confusing because there it may it. See, that, that's where I can't, I don't know where to fall down because uh, the iTunes block tag really, really feels like an Apple only thing. But I know for a fact that, that, that a lot of people are using it as a general indicator. And, and I just, I think this is a, this is a perfect example of something that needs to be in the podcast namespace and not part of iTunes because we can put the pod, we can make a podcast block tag and, and make it better make it work more granular and make, make a better, I just think we make a better tag. Right. And there's a model for this. There's the robot.txt file model. Right? Yeah. So yeah. you can say, you know, maybe block is the wrong way to think about it. Maybe it's like, what do we allow? And the reverse, allow, reverse the thinking. Yeah. Yeah. And so I would think that we'd approach it from allow all, which means any directory that comes upon this RSS feed, you find it, you want to index it, have at it, or we get specific and we say, you know, we want to be in this, 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 and this, and we're specific. And then we might say, you know, disallow. We're specifically saying we do not want to be in Spotify. So if Spotify bot comes upon this feed, you do not have our permission to. Oh, yeah, like Spotify it. is going to honor that. Well. Do they? I don't know. No, I mean, they, they don't now. Um, they now, now they might. It's one of, a, one of our uh, most frequent support requests is being removed from Spotify. If they supported a block tag, it would actually reduce support on both sides. Yeah, because there's not an easy way for us through the API to remove a show. We have to email the support that. team right now. We should do so that. So it then. would be nice to have an allow or disallow. I, w- then, I would know. love to try that because the no agenda show feed keeps getting put back onto Spotify. Uh, it's all pirated, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, so it would be interesting to try it with the uh, with an iTunes block tag. I don't think I don't think I don't think they uh, they honor it. We we haven't adopted 
any tags. I really haven't engaged much on any of the tags that involve the name. Like it just, it seems like it's a hard tag to build, right? Because Spotify gets bought out by Stuckies and they change their name to Stuckies Stuckies (laughs) listener app. Like I, I just don't like seeing that in the spec. Uh, whenever there's names of apps and stuff like that, but I don't you know, mean like, I, a, like a slug list type thing. Yeah. That slug list. I, I, yeah. I push back on it all the time. Cause I, I just hate the idea of codifying the name of a product, knowing that these products change names. I mean, we already see it with iTunes. Apple has moved straight yeah. away from iTunes. They, they, you know, block oh, yeah. at us whenever we use iTunes anywhere. The best and marketing so, company in the world couldn't out market out of that. Yeah. 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 And so that's that, that's my challenge. Whenever I look at the tags that involve point. those those app slugs, but it doesn't mean that it doesn't. I, I like the way Kevin said about a robot robot to text file. Maybe there's some type of reference file that we can go to where we use domain names or something that is, um, uh, you know, more objective, not not a, mm-hmm. a slug yeah. list that we we create. I like yeah, I like that. We we need to do that. I'm I'm going to get back on on that for phase five because I think it's. It's it's important. It's come up a couple of times lately, and it's kind of been an annoyance, and it's led to this to this very blatant, or excuse me, very obvious shortfall here. So we need mm-hmm. we yeah we need to fix that. Yeah, we could definitely work on that. That's a great tag to work on because it's non breaking. It's not going to break anything for us to to put that out there. Um, mm-hmm. And so that's definitely something we could work together on. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, that as far as the the other thing that the Buzzsprout was super instrumental in at the very beginning was pod ping. And I was just, just some numbers here. Uh, 263,941 feeds now are deprioritized because of pod ping. So we do not meet deprioritizing, meaning we are not actively polling them anymore. We're just getting pod ping signals. And that's how we know. So that's an eighth of the, of the universe. It's an eighth of the universe. It's yes, pretty yes. good. It's not bad out of the gate for some wonky crap Brian put together. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> it's obviously a runaway success. <laughs> That's going to be the subtitle of uh, Brian's autobiography. Uh, Brian, uh, Brian, you know, when he's dead, Brian, uh, well, well, Brian he, of London, he, wonky, wonky crap. And he's basically running a money changing uh, machine, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what he's doing, but I love him for it <laughs> because he's Adam. If Adam could code, <laughs> like, what have you done? <laughs> yes, yeah, two, yeah, two hundred sixty-three thousand nine hundred forty-one feeds. That's a lot. That is a lot of stuff that we. The do internet not have thanks to you. Hey, yes, hey, 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 hey. Yeah. the internet thanks you. We need we need to put a number on. It. We need to put a carbon number on it. Come on, boys. Yeah. We need yeah. to. Oh, can we calculate? Yeah, can, can we can do, do that a, number? Can we? Yeah. Can we do like a back of the envelope kind? Well, you have the data, right? You have oh, yeah. some of it. I can tell you how much we pay per gigabyte of bandwidth, and we could back into how many gigabytes a typical RSS feed is. Yeah, but y'all, we could back into yeah, a number. Yeah, but you also have yeah. to take in the electricity. That's I want to get it all the way to the climate change. I want to be, me- it should be measured in cow farts, you know? Yes, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Excellent, Dave. Um, and the debt, so, and we have, after the latest round of purging, we have 700, 737,946 dead feeds. Now, I wanted to say the difference between dead and deprioritized because that was a confusion on the Mastodon today. What dead means the feed is, is, is not, a quality listenable thing. So or, uh, like 
we talked about this before. When we mark a feed dead, it disappears. It's like it doesn't even exist anymore. And that's because it's either a duplicate of some other legitimate feed or it's just complete garbage. So, uh, meaning it has one episode that's 15 seconds long of somebody saying poop. So that that's what that is. The deprioritization happens when, uh, and this was to answer Stephen B's question today, deprioritizing means that we set the, the aggregator priority for that feed to negative one, meaning don't pull it. That happens based on the host. So anything anything from bus from feeds.busprout.com is is all automatically set upon ingestion to a negative one priority so that we don't pull it. It's not that we saw it pod ping once and then deprioritized it. That's not how it works. It's right. based only on people that we know on, on hosting company URLs that we know are pod ping enablers. So they're enabled. Anyway, I love that uh, uh, Stephen B's uh, Sovereign Feeds has a pod ping thing in there. Have you seen that? Yeah, yeah, we set him up, yeah. Okay, set him but up it's super one. cool because in order so you you publish your feed and then you have to solve a puzzle, which is like nine plus four plus two, mm-hmm. and then it pings it. It's, it's, it's oh, like, that's yeah, I guess that's so it can't be spammed or something. You have to, you have to come up with a, you have to answer the, it's a... A capture type deal. Abuse, yeah, 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 but it's really cool. It works. Well, one thing Stephen B's been looking for, and I don't know if you can speak to this, Tom, is he's been, you know, he's created this thing called Sovereign Feeds, where you, it's like a, it's a feed generator, um, where you can host, you know, create your own your own feed. And, but he he's, he needs he needs a host on the back end to be able to like integrate with, so that his his uh, software can sort of be a third party and use a host API to upload the audio and save the feed somewhere. Is that something that, because does Brustbouse API allow that or? No, that wouldn't way? be something. I mean, okay. you could, you could do it, but you'd be paying f- for something that you wouldn't be using because you're going to pay for the hosting. Yeah. I don't think, the well, pay, I don't think the paying is the part is the problem. I think it just needs the tech, you know? Yeah. I mean, our API is set up so that you can push episodes to us through the API and then you can get back a URL for those. And if he doesn't want to use our feed and wants to generate his own feed, he could do that. Yeah. That's, I think that's really what it's about. Yeah, it's not about could do that. Yeah. Anybody could do that with, uh, and then, with Buzzsprout. But then, and he can also uh, publish the feed to your hosting. No, we wouldn't Only host the file. We just host right. our, we'd host our feed, which he wouldn't want. He'd want right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Right. Right. That's the problem. The, yeah. Yeah. He's, oh, he's trying to create the RSS and, and then, yeah. I see. He's trying. Yeah, so he, yeah, he's trying to find a partner um, who's already established who can process customers. I guess. Um, I guess in a way, like with the WordPress plugin, with the uh, um, whatever that ties into. Is that tied yeah. into Blueberry? Like a PowerPress type. Yeah, type Power. Deal yeah, 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 yeah. So that that kind of access he's looking for. Yeah, where it's just like I'm going to give you because he he wants to be able to do custom stuff in the feed, so he just wants to say, hey. Here's the, here's the feed. Can you can you publish this for or host it for me? And then I'm I'm just going to give it to you fully formed. It doesn't sound like y'all have that no. baked in. Yeah. No, okay. but I mean I don't know what he feels about Amazon or something. But I mean, yeah. set up a, a or Dropbox. Even Dropbox has a pretty sophisticated API. I saw some people are building. Dropbox are is an int- is this, that's a very interesting idea to do it that way. I've seen a lot of interesting projects work. Through Dropbox. Yeah. I don't know if they support byte range requests and stuff. I don't know if they'd be fully podcasting compatible, but like Amazon yeah, CloudFront does. That's true. What 
what have we missed? I mean, like, you know, y'all, y'all have been here f- since the beginning. What, what is, is there, is there a blind spot in the, in the namespace or the, the, the podcast 2.0 thing that we're trying to do that we just not seeing? I think we touched on the big ones. I, I like the idea of making sure that we have a compatible tag for all of the iTunes tags. Right. In 10 years, we, we, we shouldn't expect to see iTunes anywhere in our RSS feeds. Right. And we've, we talked about that, Dave, uh, early on when we were doing the namespace, we were saying, hey, don't go propose all the iTunes tags. Like, we know that that's something that we want to do, but let's not start there. Like, that's yeah. not going to create innovation. It is something that at some point we should do, but it's essentially going to just increase the size of our RSS feeds and it could create more work for our podcasting apps. But at some point, we're going to have to swallow it. We're going to have to do that. Right. I like the idea yeah. of making sure we're cleaning out the legacy namespaces. Like there's no, no more reason to, to carry them forward. Have Have you yeah. guys been following the, the cross app comments development? Yes. Yeah. That's something that I'm, I'm pretty excited about. I've talked to, with Dave about. Yeah. Activity, activity pub. Uh, so there's been a lot of, no, I, I got to stop again. I got to stop again. Holy crap. It's like a beautiful movie I'm watching. One that's in Korean. So I don't understand what they're saying, but I like all the actors. They're really interesting. I like how they interact. And I think I see what's going to happen. So I'm very, very, it's really exciting to watch. Well, the, the activity pub stuff is, has taken a really big leap over the last really two to three weeks when people have gotten in there, rolled their sleeves up, gotten dirty with, with publishing their research. Um, because this stuff, you can you can conceptualize how it works, but when you actually go to write code, you you really need more than just a vision. I mean, or or or, an, or a conceptual framework. You need actual nuts and bolts details of the way the protocol functions. And the the difficult reality with ActivityPub is that they don't the the implementations in the real world of it don't all operate the same way. And you find that out pretty quick when you start poking around at the APIs within Mastodon and Pleroma and these different, these different platforms. So the, the work that, that John uh, Spurlock has done. And then the research uh, recently um, by Guillerme, they, they really took the framework that Alex Gates kind of visualized and, and then just did a bunch of research and published it in document form. So it's, and then uh, John at created some apps and some NPM modules for fleshing it out to make it easier for the apps to pick up and run with. And they're just going through that final or not. I'm not going to say final, but they're going through that heartache right now of trying to get these, these, some, some baseline MVP type software up and running. So I think, I mean, I think within the next, I really think within the next couple of months, two, three months, we're going to have something that is like usable where you can say, okay, go do this. And your app will show comments. Will it take um, involvement from hosting companies or can it or should it? Well, see, that's the, it should really, Mm -hmm. I think, I think it really should be. Well, think of it, think of it this way. Buzzsprout, when, when we are able to pull that into, to our platform, we host every one of our podcasts has a website. So we'll be able to launch uh, the comments on all of their websites when we do that. Mm. So I think it'll be, it, it's definitely something that we're talking about. And it's something that I've, I think would really benefit um, our podcasters. 
it's it's already pretty sexy though man when when i you know i i publish every show i do now at least it has a comment thread and and dave you posted a screenshot oh there it is on podverse i'm like that's already pretty cool just to see that happening have you have you seen that have you guys seen that in in action i have not mm-hmm. so if you go if yeah if you go to podverse and then just I mean, if you just go to podverse.fm and look and search for podcasting 2.0 um, and then go and then just click on like one of the most recent episodes, you'll see the activity pub comments there. So every time somebody, re- every time we post a show, a post an episode, I, I do a post on podcastindex.social and I just say the name of the episode or the, the episode number and this is the comments thread. And then Adam takes the URL for that activity pub post and puts it into the social interact tag in the fi- in our feed, and then immediately Podverse and uh, uh, Pod Friend too. Uh, Pod, I think Martin has disabled it for now. He's going to bring it back because he's recoding it, I believe. Oh, it's working uh, on the web version. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. cool. Well, the, the so Pod Friend and Podverse both show a con- the all those comments it, there. So any if. If you go and reply to it on Podcast Index Social, Social or any other Mastodon instance or Pleroma, it will show up in Podverse automatically and, as a reply. And what's really trippy is that because, and I do the same thing, I, I do the comment thread um, before we record, it's like the comments are from the future. Because <laughs> the minute the episode is there, like, shit, there's already comments on this thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's 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 fully formed. It's like a it's like a, that that Saturday Night Live where uh, Will Ferrell was born as a fully as an adult. You know, it's like yeah. It, it, but it also it it makes it feel like that episode's alive already. You're like, oh okay, oh that's just people are commenting. Yeah, yeah, it's cool, psychological, psychologically it very interesting. Yeah, and it's a great way to interact. One of the things about podcasting that's that's awesome is you feel this connection with the podcaster, and so this is yet another way to connect with the podcaster. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it would be so. How cool is it to have the Buzzsprout podcast page for that podcast with all these comments, and then you know that it's going to show up the exact same way in every single app. Right. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. I think we're well, going to have not it. behind some wall, right? It's not yeah. behind some wall where I have to download an app to be able to see the comments. If I'm a podcaster, I don't have to go. Nope. You know, download all these different apps to go see what people are saying about my podcast. Yeah, which yeah, has always it, been the default <laughs> for some right. stupid reason. Yeah, and the most common place right now for podcast reviews and recommendations to come through is Apple Podcasts, and there's it's it's such a terrible broken system. I don't know the full like delay or process that like vetting process that those things go through before they get published, but it is a very common support request for us to get that says. You know, I just launched my podcast. My, you know, my friend told me they listened to it and then left me a rating and review. It's not showing up. And we yeah, 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 so you got to give it a week. Like, it's just so oh, terrible. Was, you know, whenever we say comments, the first thing that people always say, well, we have ratings and reviews. That's what everyone jumps up mm-hmm. and says. And I was thinking about it. Yeah. Just like um, uh, the uh, at the item level, can we also have a channel level thread, which then by default becomes just like every other review thread, I don't see why not. I mean, that, yeah. isn't isn't that exactly what a review is? It's a thread of people's. Yeah, and okay, I think you can. I don't know. There's there's no maybe not a star rating thing yet in Activity Pub, but it seems like that's a channel level and element, and it's just a whole 
list of people saying I love it, I hate it. That's what it is. Reviews. Yep. It's not, yeah, it doesn't it, seem very special to me. And it can show up everywhere. Yes. And it can be specified as the, the, the channel level, which any app could then translate to these are reviews. Yep. Mm-hmm. Solved. Okay. That's beautiful. Done. 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 All right. Great, great All meeting, right. guys. Yeah. All right, Kevin and I, we have our work it out for us. We'll do I, I, want, <laughs> I wanted to follow up on something. Uh, I don't think I did this on the lot. Dave, didn't we have a because because you brought it up on the show, someone sent a real nasty email to you about their podcast not being listed properly on the yeah, index. Right. It was a bad redirect. Yeah. Uh did you see that I, I went back at him and he replied? Yeah, and he was and he apologized. I, I think I, was- I think I should because he was really, really rude about your Very stupid rude. company. You should be paying me to do it. And <laughs> wow. But, no, no, but, great, but yeah. what's interesting is I've learned over time that when people do this, there's something else going on. And so when I said, hey, man, you know, I don't think you understand what we're doing. And he, I just, I, I think because we did that, I have to read his apology. I would like to apologize for my last email to you and your company. I was wrong for sending such an email like that. I was angry at all the podcast directories like Google, Apple, and so on. So I lumped everyone together. <laughs> what was happening with the other companies they had my show and a new show on their platform but they had a duplicate show and they deleted the wrong one <laughs> I'm still new at podcasting I'm only going into my second year and stuff makes me worried of what's happening again I'm sorry for my last email shouldn't have lumped your company with other directories hope you can forgive me well of course we forgive him but it tells you something it tells you something those guys are messed up and and I don't yeah. think they're doing anything about it Yes, yeah, I mean we, we see yeah. that in our support all yes. the time. Right? It's, this sounds because like a support email that you guys would receive. Exactly. Yeah, yep. I mean, we we our, our support team is incredible, and they are way more patient than I am. Right? Like I would I, I wouldn't respond well to oh, you. Say, hey, you're fired <laughs> as a customer. Yeah. No. Seriously, I've done it. Um, and so I I think it's hard to get in their mind that they're just so frustrated because they just assume you're like Google. They're just screaming into the wind. Nobody's listening, right? Like, like uh, yeah. Kevin was talking about when they write into Buzzsprout and they say, you know, somebody told me they left a review and it's still not showing. They write into Buzzsprout because we write back to them. Yeah. <laughs> they yeah. don't hear back. They just find themselves, you know, screaming into the wind. Well, no, And they don't understand. Kind of they don't understand all the crap that you have to deal with. Like, uh, like uh, Alberto over at uh, RSS.com, he had to write an entire machine learning system to get rid of some of this one bot that kept signing up for free podcasts and putting uh, like porn images in it over and over and over. Like there's so much garbage that you have to, that the hosting company and the directories are the filter for. And yeah. then like, it's, it's insane. Mm-hmm. Um, Which is yeah, why we should have uh we should attack, uh, uh, Anchor. We need to enter it. We need to enter it. We need to hoist the Jolly Roger. I got a, I got a note from someone the other day, and he said, because um, he said, oh, I really want to get on uh, Podcasting 2.0 because I start off with Anchor, and it's like it's, it's, there's no support. There's nothing happening. It's, it's really weird, that place over there. It says, But then once I got some downloads, all of a sudden Spotify contacted me. Yeah. So that's what they're using it for. They are just looking at anything that pops a little bit above the, the needle, and then they contact you. Oh, farm. okay. It's a farm it's a, team. It's. I think it's not a farm. It's more like a petri dish of bacteria. <laughs> <laughs> it's the it's the Koof incubator. Exactly. You can't say anything. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, um, it's a fine product. Things. 
a fine product. Think. <laughs> no, it's not. It's far from a fine product. That was gritted. Too, we respect huh? all of our competitors. <laughs> Don't just stand there. Boost! Shall we thank some people? Do you yes, guys want to hang around for this and uh, listen to some boostograms and stuff? Sure. They want uh, Kevin. Want, he he must hang around for this because he's now the owner of a value for value enabled show, and he needs to be instructed on how the process works. Got it. Ah, yes. Okay. So yeah, here, taking the, pay attention. Here okay. it goes. You're going to do this on Buzzcast. You'll be able to talk about boostograms that you receive on Buzzcast. Yes. Yes. Um, this podcast, as you may have figured out, is value for value, which means the only way it continues, and it represents, of course, the work of podcasting 2.0 in general, all the servers, the liquidity on the node, uh, everything is financed through the support of the people who find any value in it that can be uh, developers it's often listeners it's just people who want things want to see things succeed um, and you can support us in a number of ways uh, a great way still still valid is your fiat fund coupons if you go to podcastindex.org uh, uh, go down to the bottom there's a red donate button you can support us through paypal and all the options they have or of course through a modern podcast app at newpodcastapps.com where you can stream sats to us value for value in real time it's a, a dopamine circuit that we've created, I've just learned, <laughs> where uh, because of the, the communications going back and forth, everyone gets a little dopamine hit on each circle of it. Um, and again, at newpodcastapps.com. So let's uh, thank some of our, um, or let's thank all of our supporters for this week, Dave. We have a grand total of one PayPal donation this week. So is that I think we have to bring back ha- the sad puppy. Ha- what happened? Uh, evidently we did something okay this is this is another important uh uh, value for value moment where you just have to say it's not enough is that what you're saying yes uh lick lick your pencil lead uh kevin note this down when (laughs) all right i'm on it when when people do not donate enough sad you must put chapter art of really sad things in it (laughs) to shame them sad puppies uh works really well Mm -hmm. uh Yes, children with sad looks on their faces. Yep, yep, yep. Preferably holding a shoe. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> so it, I, I think I have a indicate like a like an indication of why. The, and I think Ben Hills, the developer behind uh, Anytime Podcast Player, I think he uh, perfectly sums up why we got lower donations. Okay, so he says uh, uh, he's seen us twenty four dollars and seven cents, and he said. Saturdays, I go for a walk and catch up on the latest episode. Not only does podcasting 2.0 give you a great give you great new features and value for value, turns out it's also it also keeps you fit. Having said that, last week's marathon two hour and ten minute episode nearly killed me. Go podcasting, Ben at any time player. So go podcasting. It was too long. How many? We are actually a public health threat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the problem. How many Ben Hills have to die before they cancel this show? <laughs> We're killing that our audience cool. slowly. Yes. yes. We're going to get canceled. Uh, that's it. That's that's our PayPal donations. Wow. Uh, okay. Got boostergrams, though. Got yes. Plenty of boostergrams. All right, good. Uh, let's see. Who we got? Mirror Mortals Podcast. Our buddy Kyron Down through the Fountain app gave us a big long row of ducks, 22222. <laughs> And he says, not sure if this boost is for Dave's smooth crooning, Adam's sultry French d- dinner for the wife, or for the DJ groin replacement front. 
<laughs> oh, that's when I tried to blow my groin off with a uh, shotgun. In any case, these sets are well earned. Love the last episode. Quack, quack, quack. Yes, thank you very much. That's, Yo. that's how you do it. He's Boost. a pro. Mm-hmm. Uh, Abel Kirby gave us uh, 50,000 sets. Whoa, is he the big baller for today? Uh, I think... He may be. There might have been another 50. We're going to have Baller, to see. Shot collar. 20 inch blades on the Impala. He can, he can share his baller status. Curio Caster was the app in question here. And he says, I don't like writing notes. I just want to boost. But if I don't write something, you don't know I'm listening. All right. <laughs> boost. Big, <laughs> big baller. Uh-huh. Uh, John's BRT sent us 49,000 sats. That's almost 50,000. I think he deserves a baller, too, don't Go you? Go podcasting! Baller! Shot caller! 20-inch blades on the Impala! He sent, hmm? he sent that one through Fountain, and he just says R-N-D. That's the message. What's R- R-N-D? R-N or R-M? N. R-N-D. R-N-D. Mm, random, obviously. Um, Any... Anything, Kevin, Tom? Yeah. You know, the, the other day I got a donation. This is one of the problems with donation. Again, a value for value lesson, guys. I got a note uh, on the No Agenda show, and, it, and someone said, I am an S A H M. S A H M. No, S A H M. Oh. And, okay. and everyone's like, surprised. I'm, I'm surprised you don't know what that means. Stay at home mom. Oh, like I didn't. I mean, it took me a long time to get WFH. I didn't. I didn't understand that one for a. Do we know WFH? Work from home. No, work from home. These are all pandemic terms now. Work for. I was like, what is WFH? But I did not get that. So be careful with your acronyms, people. WTF? (laughs) WTF? WHF? (laughs) Why the every time? Every time somebody posts, posts one of those like short uh, something that starts with a W, I, I just automatically think it's dirty. I mean, I'll yes, just, yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, like, exactly. I'm like WFH. I'm coming. My mind is coming up with all kinds of horrible phrases. That is, <laughs> I don't know what R and D is, but I know that uh, it's B R T. Yeah, he's, is, a tra- is a national he, treasure. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, John's B R T. Uh, Steve Webb. Oh, Steve Webb. Hey, the OG Godcaster. Our Godcaster. Yeah. Uh, sent us 7777 sats through Podfriend, and he Ooh. says, Because you rock. Oh, My right. podcast at audiobible.link has a constant incoming stream of sats, and it's all because of you guys. Go podcasting. Go podcasting! Ooh, I like that combo. That's a good combo. It's working. Uh, Abel Kirby sent us 13,333 sats, and he says, Boost for Chiron down. Boost! Oh. Okay, sure. <laughs> I guess he just likes Kyron a lot. Uh, uh, let's see. Oh, there's a page that just says boost on it, and it's boost. attached to. Oh, that's from Forged Foe. He's uh, mm-hmm. 11,111 11, sats, so a row of ones mm-hmm. through Fountain, and he just says boost. Oh, hold on. Uh, boost. <laughs> I was a little weak. Let me try to yeah. boost. Uh, kind of a flaccid boost there. Oh, Pinky flaccid. sent us. One sat, and he just says hi. Okay, thank oh, you. Okay, yeah. <laughs> this is the one sat sound. <laughs> there it is. There it is. It. Hey, thanks for your boost. Boost. <laughs> Aerostatica 
the inventor of the term boostagram, sent us 2,376 sats and he, through Fountain, and he says, love the icon. Go Boostergrams. Yay. Don't have yeah. How you doing, uh, Booster? <laughs> 15,000 sats from David Medus, and he says, uh, thanks for the mention of Fun Fact Friday. See you Monday, Adam. Leela and David meet us. Oh, my goodness. I sure hope so. I'm going to do a test Sunday night. Um, I mean, if, if I'm negative Sunday night, I mean, I, I, I'm willing to go to Nashville, but I'm, I'm, more, I'm more cautious about that than anything. But Did you actually test positive? Yes, I did. I did. Okay. Yeah. All right. But, I mean, what does it mean? You know, okay, sure. Maybe your first one was negative, but your second one was positive, right? Yeah, the first one I, I tested immediately on uh, on Monday. Like, oh, okay, let me just check nothing, uh, mm-hmm. and then uh, waited until um, yesterday and uh, was uh, showed positive. And today, I mean, I'm sick. I mean, definitely, I'm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, right now, as we speak, I'm sloshing. <laughs> sloshing in my I re- galoshes. <laughs> I remember at podcast movement, uh, I mean, me, we. Uh, me and Tom walked into that. It was like some kind of club thing where they had this huge dance party. I think it was like uh, our heart radio or something like that. We walked in and Tom like sat there and stared for about 30 seconds. He's like, Nope, I'm out. He turned around. He's like, he said, you can see the Delta floating in the air. He's like, I'm, I'm, done. I'm not doing this. Um, Billy Newman sent us 2000 sats through fountain. And he said, Sent sats from the Cash App. Ooh, cash oh, app. cool. Okay. That's working now. Nice. Yeah, nice. Uh, Scott, uh, listed as s.c.o.t.t. Yes. Sent us 10,420 sats, and he says, Go Podcasting 2.0. Very nice. Respectable. Thank Go you. Go Podcasting! Okay, Sir, Sir Spencer sent us 6,887 sats through Fountain, and he says, 6887 equals nuts in T9. So this is my nuts boost for being nuts and running with the, running with the podcasting 2.0 scissors. <laughs> We're, that is the new mantra of podcasting 2.0, by the way. It's uh, podcasting 2.0. Running, running with scissors. Yeah, running with scissors. <laughs> boost, We're boost, all, boost. We're all greatly looking forward to having Dave join us with Bowls for Buds. Oh, that's right. I'm going to be on there. Uh, live following No Agenda on Sunday, February the 20th. Thanks oh. for all you do. Cool. We're going to be stepping up on crowdsourcing some code this year so Dave doesn't have to work front end. <laughs> Love is lit. <laughs> nice. Wow. What what a punishment, Dave. You don't have to work on front end. Yeah, Your favorite thanks. thing to do. He's saying that we don't have to work on front end, but yeah. what he really means is, can somebody else please do this? Because this looks like ter- looks like terrible. Uh, <coughs> Cole McCormick sent us 333 sats. Thank you, Cole. He's, uh, through Fountain, and he says, I deliver legally mob. Uh, I deliver legally mobbing through the streets. What does that mean? What I deliver legally mobbing through the streets of Woodland Hills, California. Oh, if I move to Texas, I will only accept sats from Curry for his Podfather vapes. Um, remember, he talked about what he was doing when he was listening. He was delivering something. Oh, that's right. That's right. I may, okay. I may have so the coof, man, funny. but I got memory. Okay. <laughs> that's right. This is the official uh, the official drug supplier of the podcast 2.0 show. No, he's um, not. <laughs> he said he's uh, delivering delivering the vapes. Aren't those illegal? In, Didn't I think, he make it illegal? I think the vapes that he's talking about in California are legal. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, that's right. State by state laws. 
I still live in good old Alabama. Hey, Texas, man, it's it's, a, it's like yeah, I think they uh, they immediately throw you in the river with a rock around your neck. <laughs> That's right, Pertinalis, mm-hmm. comic strip blogger. Hey, hey, uh, he sent us ten thousand thirty three sats through Pod Friend, and he says, "Howdy, podcasting two point team, Dave and Adam. Today, I just want to say, get well soon, Adam. After catching COVID, you've won Thank genetic you. lottery, so I'm sure your recovery will be smooth." <laughs> What am I, an Ubermensch? You are. Yes, yes. I have won the genetic lottery. Boost. Hey, I need a, a comic strip blogger boost jingle. Gotta have one. Yes, that's a good CSB. Idea. I need a boost. I need one of yours, baby. Anonymous, anonymous boost from the Breeze app. Five thousand sats. Ooh, nice. And it just says great plug. Don't know who it is. Don't know what they're referencing, but we'll take it. Boost. Thank you. All right, uh, that's boostergrams. I had. Um, um, so for our guests here today, no, so please see how important the numerology is in boostograms. This is another thing you can play with. It becomes really funny. You can have uh, uh, donation drives based upon the date, uh, pi date, you know, uh, pi three fourteen. You know, there's there's all these things you can do. Special uh, like episode numbers. Uh, I'll give an example from Curry and the Keeper. I ju- I was just looking at the helipad boost. Check this out. Uh, to Curry and the Keeper, 69.69 sats. The mm. Boostergram, my therapist wife and I are certified relationship coaches and sex alternative sex educators. If, if any is interested in a better relationship with better sex, contact us. I mean, we're all getting advertising, advertising through this method. It's really interesting. <laughs> nice. I tried this. I tried this with my first boost yesterday. I sent, I was listening to the Podland and I boosted them um, 4401. And I, the message had nothing to do with the number, but I'm wondering if they're going to figure out why I chose that number. Uh, numerology. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it's beautiful. It's, it, the, the, the legal pad in front of Kevin is now completely full. You're having, he's having to write in yeah. the margins to figure this out. <laughs> <laughs> um, donate, donations, monthly donations, Jeremy New, $5. Cameron Rose, $25. Podverse, our buddies at Podverse. Uh, so... Um, fifty dollars. Thank you. Uh, sorry, I couldn't read my own writing. Lauren Ball, twenty four dollars twenty cents. Mitch Downey, ten dollars. Chris Charubert, Charbaric, ten dollars. And uh, Terry Keller, five dollars. Every time I, I read Terry Keller's name, I always think of Tim Keller. You know, well, you t- know Tim. T- uh, yes. Tom? Oh, yep, yep. Tim Keller, the the preacher and Christian philosopher. Would you call it from uh, up in New York? I think. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. he's, they've got a podcast with uh, some of his best teachings. It's really good. Ter- oh, okay. Terry Keller is known as the human subscription machine. Uh, he, 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 he <laughs> that's, his, that's his nickname. He donates to everything. MoFax, oh, No nice. Agenda, uh, I think DH Unplugged, uh, Podcasting 2.0. There are just people who are just really rooting for Podcasting 2.0 success. And they oh, will just donate and push and boost everything they can. And I love them all. All right, let's uh, boostergram tutorial over. Yes, and thank you to all of our uh, supporters. Um, we could do more on the uh, on the bigger numbers in the PayPal because, of course, the boostergrams. Uh, though some big ballers are nice, we definitely need more to support the uh, $1,200, $1,300 a month nut that we have now and growing because I hear we're going to be doing subscription shit now all of a sudden. No. Just kidding. No, no, <laughs> Just no. kidding, just kidding. <laughs> Negative. Uh, so, uh, yeah, newpodcastapps.com. 
um, and obviously uh, at podcastindex.org. Yeah. Um, any, any questions, Kevin? No. Uh, just the fact that you, you, you mentioned, um, gosh, I, this is this is totally off of what we just did, but you just mentioned subscriptions again. I just had this idea. Like, I mean, it, it's possible we get to the point with value for value payments where there's enough, enough apps that support it in the way that we want that you could add a tag that says, you know, I don't want people listening past this much or listening to this many episodes unless you're supporting me at a certain point. But I wonder how scalable that is. I want to keep pondering that around my brain. Have, have you mm. seen the bonus content tag proposal? Because no. that almost fits exactly with what you're saying. It's hmm. basically um, content, s- certain content that's that's behind a a paywall that you unlock through a boost. Yeah, essentially yeah, interesting. Yeah. See, I I want the exact opposite. Yeah, Here, I do too. I'll tell you what. Here's what I want. No, I, 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 <laughs> We're solving problems. Who said that? People did that are did not you say us. that, Kevin? Did you say? <laughs> yeah. Ah, me too. <laughs> yeah. Here, yeah. Here's what I want. Uh, I love all apps for different reasons. What I really like is when an app has um, uh, a queue of new episodes that have just updated in chronological order. Because I can, can, like Podfriend does this in a very visual way. Like, oh, okay, here's all the episodes. And, and, you know, this one just came out yesterday, you know, going back. And I can kind of scroll back and, you know, it it creates an automatic queue for me. What I would like is the minute a new, a new, here it comes, the minute a new pod drops, I would like 10,000 sats to go to my favorite, to that podcaster right away without me even listening to it. Mm. It shows up in the app. Boost. (laughs) The the, hmm from Kevin says, nah, (laughs) I don't know, (laughs) but, but but you're a hundred percent right. Like that is the beauty of you figure out what you want, you know, and if you're a developer, then you go out and build it. That's it. The trouble that we get into is when we try to solve problems for other people. And that's what I was just thinking. Like, I I could probably come up with some ideas that may be pretty good for people who want to do subscription podcast stuff, but it's really not where my interests lie right now. So I should probably let somebody else solve it. Right on. And we can't solve all problems of the world, but we can continue on the path we're on and just keep doing better. You know, you know, one of the things that you guys were running point on uh, in the namespace proposals was uh the channels idea of bringing channels to the namespace do you is that do you think that's still worth pursuing what do you what are your feelings on that how has that worked out for like that apple and other people who've tried it i mean i think it just caused a ton of confusion really yeah Yeah. i feel like it derailed us because we were kind of getting excited about the idea of using channels for networks but that's not really the way that they're using channels Okay. I've never really understood the, the the channels issue. Is it worth explaining it to me? Is it some or is it just something that we're not that interested in? Um, I like thinking about channels in terms of, and I, and I think this is the way we started bringing the conversation before it, it died off. But the idea of like similar podcasts or podcasts that I'm willing to recommend or podcasts that have some association. Um, and so it, you know, Adam, you you don't just have this show; you've got other shows. Mm-hmm. And so being able to say in your feed, "Hey, podcast apps, if you want to recommend other, you know, if somebody's oh, yeah. enjoying this show and you want to recommend some other shows, here's some other shows that I'm on." Mm-hmm. I like that idea, but I don't know how. <laughs> sorry, how far <laughs> we need to go with that. Um, I think Apple definitely made it um, pretty confusing with with the way they set up subscriptions and you had to have a channel and then you can have ah, shows or okay, so, shows under a channel and you pay right. for the channel, not necessarily the show. And like, that's all very confusing. But in terms of okay. a recommendation, 
from the pu- person who's publishing this feed, hey, here's other shows I'm either in or I like that I just want to recommend to people. I think that's a, a valid. Right, we have a tag for that, though, don't we, Dave? Or a proposal? Related. Yeah, we have proposal, like related yeah. podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Holy yeah, crap, Kevin, we've thought of everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Kevin and Tom started fleshing that out. And then we had to get GUID done first, really, because you don't want to base channels on feed URLs, really. We want to have them based on some like higher level metadata. And so we had that. We got that done and then we never really returned to talk about the channel proposal more. So, I mean, I, it, it's, it may be one of those things that's like, I'm not afraid of, of having tags that, that ultimately end up never getting used. Uh, that's not a problem. I mean, people, people are either going to use them, find them useful or they're not. Uh, having them there is not a, is not an issue, but, uh, but I don't want to, I don't, I don't want to waste time if we don't think it's going to be a real, you know, a successful thing. But, yeah. um, d- um, Dave, did we, did we somehow not, I mean, maybe it came in between shows or so, somehow, I don't think we really promoted the, uh, the fountain app news. Uh, it, well, it just came this week, like the yeah, mid, yeah, mid week, I think. Yeah. Fountain, fountain is now onboarding podcasters with, uh, with a wallet right in the app. It's amazing. Yeah. The way that works too, like I worked with Oscar, uh, to, he, I'm, I have the ability, you know, what I do is for specific use cases like this, I can set up a partner API. So it's just sort of a subset of the normal API that's restricted to only that specific app, uh, or that specific dev developer set of API keys. And, uh, so what we did, what I did was set up a, a, a partner API for Oscar at fountain so that he could uh send uh value blocks into the index for so he can say hey hey podcast index here this feed id now has this wants this value block and so it'll it'll hand it off to us and we'll and we'll stick it in there sort of like a podcaster wallet but through the api very cool uh, so, very yeah, cool so that that allows them to do that so they can onboard they rolled their own ln pay node and now they're done. Did they take the, did yeah. they do the open source? Uh, they took that and made that and used that? Uh, no, Tim is running their stuff like he does for us. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Okay. Oh, good. <sighs> I'm really glad about that too. Cause hey, t- Tim deserves to, I mean, he, he does great work. He needs that business. That That's a good business. I'm glad, I'm glad he's, he's wanting to do it too. But of course that's what he's always wanted. He's always wanted to work with, uh, B, he always wanted to do B2B. Yeah. So yeah, perfect. Really the business he wants. Well, congratulations to, to Fountain, man. That's, that, that's, a, that's really, really progressive. That's progressive. Yeah, and what's up, what's up with Podland, uh, like horning in on our turf? They're like interviewing Gigi and, uh, and Oscar Mary. They're like, they're like scooping our, they're like scooping our, our guests. I'm no, like, no, I'm, no. I've no. decided I'm going to start doing Spotify press releases. Oh my God. I'm going <laughs> to. Wow. Wow. That was, that was really rude in so many ways. I loved it. That was very good. Oh man. That was almost British level rudeness humor. That was good. Um, it, it delights me to no end because yeah, it's boring to talk about the, the legacy app companies. There's exciting people out there doing exciting things. And that includes Tom and Kevin from Buzzsprout who not only have, um, supported this, this project from the very beginning, uh, with their work, with their effort, uh, but also with their finances. That is is incredibly appreciated. We would not be doing it to this level without you, for sure. 
Uh, so I want to thank you again, both personally, but also thank you, uh, thank all of your employees who I'm sure we only make life more complicated for them. And, <laughs> and, and you know, especially the support uh, division, um, but also the implementation part. I, I know it's, it's work and uh, I have an idea of what it takes and, and it's just really appreciated. And it's great to, to be working with you guys. Thanks. Appreciate it. Appreciate you guys. Yeah. It's always a fun afternoon. We get to talk to you guys. So thank you so much. Yeah. Don't get used to it. We, <laughs> we, uh, we, we, we need to, we need to end it because people are literally dying on the sidewalk. Yes. It's getting too long. To We've got to stop. Thank you very much everybody for joining the board meeting of podcasting 2.0. We look forward to being here next week, talking about everything that's going on. Be good, everybody. See you then. Bye-bye. to Podcasting 2.0. Visit podcastindex.org for more information. Go podcasting! Boost!